You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. The first yeah. one that's been recalled, I think, thus far, or at least one of the most interesting, that was, uh, <laughs> it was Titan Flayer, the farmer of racism. Ooh! Greetings, dudes and ladies, and welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where there are no mistakes. Just, whoops, I screwed it up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my name is Propsy Bops. Uh, my name is Pete Hines. Oh, shoot. Like the ketchup? Yeah. Pete Hines. Pete Hines, 87. <gasps> <gasps> and who are you? I am Pam, Destroyer of Worlds. <laughs> yes. Destroyer of worlds and greaser of pans. Harbinger yeah. of death. Pam. The Pam that time forgot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. We all got a case of the giggles today. Oh, it's so good, though. I'm so happy. I mean, I have a reason. I ate ice cream you with ate ice lots cream. of sugar it's in it. It's also like really absurdly warm in here compared to our living room. I'm so happy about it because <laughs> it is so absurdly cold outside. And I had yes. to walk. I know it was only across the street. But, but I walk far. and it's it's freezing when your shoes are basically sponges. Mm. So it just soaks right through your socks. First step I take outside because it's yep. all slush and water. Yep. So by the time I got home, my feet are frozen. <laughs> I am chilly and then I can come inside and it's warm. Yeah. And I come in the studio and I'm like, oh, it's real warm. Yeah. Especially because like we weren't sure if we were still going to have heat. Yeah. Right. So good stuff. Good stuff going on. So starting off with what we've been playing, Morgan, what have you been playing? Yes. Good. This is a good week already. Yeah. So Fallout 76, obviously that came out on Tuesday. It was supposed to release on Wednesday, but Bethesda was like, hey, you know what we need to do? Not give the extra 20, uh, 24 hours to like, uh, you know, polish the game. No. So let's release it a day early. So they did. And I went down to GameStop to like go because I thought they were going to do like a ticket system like they did with Red Dead. And you you come get your ticket early so you get a better spot in line, blah, blah, blah. And I get there and our lovely GameStop manager, Aaron, is like, what are you here for? And I was like, this and Fallout. And she's like, okay, thinking like she's just going to print me out a ticket. She hands me the cover and like, what? She's like, yeah, I literally just got the email like 10 minutes ago that I can just start giving them out now. Yep. I feel like somebody made an oops and accidentally made it like digitally available. Before Happy it was accidents. Supposed to. It, it was like digitally available as of eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That, uh, Tuesday. So. I feel like it was an oops. And they were like, call everybody. We got to sell it now. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. Because like GameStop, <laughs> like was, uh, yeah. executives were like, What? We have a lot of money into this, so yeah. like, why? What? What are you? What? What? Yeah. So yeah. Oh God. Uh, I've been playing that, and I also picked up my copy of the Spyro trilogy, the Reignited trilogy, which between Sarah and myself, we have probably already burnt a hole in the disc. That's fine. Because I almost beat the first game, almost only because I was gonna throw my controller. Now, yeah. almost beat the first game in like six hours. Yeah, about that. You... Did you grow up with Spyro? Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Well, well no. It, it's. Every... I'm just wondering because like I played the demo of Spyro. I love Spyro. I played the demo for those with like the first one of those Spyro games, yeah. but I've never. I was a poor kid. Yeah. I, I couldn't work. And my parents 
didn't spend a lot of money on video games. Uh, so I didn't actually like play through Spyro. The no. difference is, is my father is a giant baby. <laughs> it's true. Perfect. Also, like I feel like you were either a Crash Bandicoot kid or a Spyro kid, and you were a Crash Bandicoot kid. I was oh, just a, I, so I was, was just a PlayStation kid. Yeah. We had Crash Bandicoot. We had Spyro. We had Croc and Gex. Croc. Oh my God, Gex. Enter the gecko. But uh, yeah, no. So I was playing that and. I feel like I played something else this week, but I honestly can't remember because I've been playing so much Fallout. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. How, now I, from your perspective, because I've, I know what the internet says about it, but how is Fallout 76? Well, the internet says a Metacritic score of 2.2. The internet says it's a garbage game. Yeah. It's I th- not. Now, the, a lot of what I'm hearing about it is it's a garbage game because it's so empty, but it's like if... Only a handful of people get it on release day and everyone else is waiting to hear how the game is and everyone goes, it's empty. You get right. no more users. It never well, fills up. And see, yeah. I thought the same thing when we first did the beta because we played like I at least played the first two days of the beta and then extra life happened and there was just no time. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And at first I thought, wow, this is really empty. And like occasionally you'd come across like a low level person to be around. But like that was it. And then today, actually, I was playing and I started a brand new character, another one last night, because I was like, okay, well, I want to see if I can start going about it another way than what I'm at currently and also get some achievements that you can't get if you did the beta. So you have to restart a character, blah, blah, blah. And um, I just hit level five and I'm in this like town that's a lower level area. And this guy who was like level 15, 16 starts speaking because like you can just voice just use your mic out in the area area and he's like hey hey here you go you might not be able to use a shotgun but hold on to it it was so nice and he gave me like mines and caught malls of cocktails and some healing stuff and just just because it was really funny because he was it was like a deep like man's voice and he was like hello and i was like that sounded like really loud coming from the game and I look up and it's just a guy and he's just like, hold on, I have some items for you. And here I am, a paranoid person thinking he's going to like try to shoot you or something. But I don't, I think I at, wasn't, I at think that point under, I was still level four. Yeah. So he couldn't have killed me anyway. And then he dropped a little sack of items and he was like, here, these are for you. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. It was super nice. And then like later on I had someone else who was like a level 20. Yeah. You know like, what that tells me? Even at least wave to me. Like, yeah. This guy either spent some time playing World of Warcraft or RuneScape. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two locate like two games that I've ever come across like mid level players finding like lower level people and being like, Hey, stuff well, for you, hold yeah. on. I mean, a lot of it too is coming from the fact that Fallout is gonna start punishing people who murder other people mm-hmm. in game. And the fact that it seems to be that this so far, the Fallout seventy six community is very pro helping each other out because there's no NPCs. Yeah. So a lot of higher level people who have gone through a good portion of the game are becoming the NPCs. I dig that idea. It's so it's really heartwarming. Isn't there one server where there's like a whole community of people who are just helping each other? I couldn't tell you. I think because I can't search for servers. Well, no, I don't remember who told me that, though. I do know that someone has already beat the end game boss. Of course. Two days in. Which basically the screenshot you showed me looks like we're just fighting Alduin. Yeah, essentially. It looks like a giant dragon. It's the Scorcher Queen. Oh, fuck. No but, nice. um, 
That's all I've been playing, though. I've, I've yeah. just been dicking around in Fallout. Like You play a lot of Fallout, and it's it's good. And then I, I, I powered through most of Spyro 1 and started Spyro 2 because I said, fuck this noise, I need to start yeah. Spyro 2. You were like, I feel like I remember Ripto's Rage more, and then you started playing, and I was like, I have no memory of this. And you were like, me neither. did I ever play this? I know I played it. I have. I Yeah. I've, I had all three of the ones that we have. Yeah, but, you me know, too. I, just, I have no memory of Ripto's Rage at all. And then uh, today I also pre-ordered Super Smash. Yep. yep. Still sad that they don't have the controller edition. It's funny, too, because Aaron was like, I have the controllers and I have Smash, but I don't have the bundle. Wow. Because, like, they have the GameCube controllers that aren't the Smash edition controllers that right. they're going to start selling. And, they, like, she already has Smash because they get their orders in a couple weeks in advance. And she's like, I... I never got the bundles and I I couldn't give them out anyway because they never inventoried it for me to even release any. That's like so in weird. their system. It's a sad time for GameStop. I told them, like, listen, if it changes within the next two weeks, just change mine right over. Like I'll pay the difference when it comes to it. It's like another 80 bucks. Jesus. It's $140. So and I put down 60 or the entirety of the game. Very excited for Smash. More excited for Animal Crossing, but but there's but no official knows. date yet. On right, Animal Crossing. exactly. I, I kept, I'll get excited when it has an official date. Yeah, I, I I haven't. There's nothing to report on that, but I heard through the grapevine that somebody is saying March 2019. It's plausible. I don't know. Nobody will know until January, when the real leakers start coming through. So oh, like, I, I, I played real. Red Dead. You did play. I was Red Dead. playing Red Dead this week as well because I'm so close to Endgame. <laughs> Ooh. It's there's six chapters in the game, and I'm in chapter six, and I know I'm like about fifty percent of the way through chapter six. Those are some long oh, chapters. Man. Well, don't forget, I also dick around a yeah, lot in this game. That's true. I've been going after collectibles. Yeah. Once you're done, I want to play. I mean, sad thing though is Arthur Morgan. He has tuberculosis. <gasps> no, that's so sad. Is like it's not curable. Is that part of the story, or yeah. did you just catch it? No, it's part of the story. That's so fucked up. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, well, what, I'm sorry. Whatever. Like, who is still playing Red Dead and is like, God, I'm so excited for the story. I'm everybody so excited just wants to, to find things out. Everybody just wants to ride horses and get hats. Rootin' tootin' cowboy shooting. Yeah. yeah. Or attempt to, to jump fences and eat shit. <laughs> or find the so. glitches. Oh, there was a really funny video that I have to... I'll probably find a link to it and put it in the big screen channel on our Discord because it made me laugh really hard. It's a Red Dead 2 glitchy moment. Is it is it going to be better than uh, Please Wait Chicken Strips or whatever that was? <laughs> Insert card, remove card, one moment, please, boneless chicken at a gas pump. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that video. That's the uh, one. It's, it's as funny as that video. Oh, good. And that's officially what I've been playing all week. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Sarah, I know that the world is interested to know if you ever got a copy of Fallout 76. I did. You did? Yes. Uh, With the money that you spent on it initially? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I, I was also worried about that. I was worried that it might charge me again when it shipped. So I had an eye on my bank account this week because I had like 30 bucks, not 70. Um. But I, I took screenshots of like the PayPal transaction and my bank. So I was like, I know that I paid this. You can't fucking swindle me. But it was what, Monday or Tuesday? 
You um, got the email Tuesday. It was Tuesday. When you were going to go yeah. check your Bethesda account. Because everybody else in the world was picking up their copies of 76 everywhere in the world and digitally. So I was like, I'm going to see where mine is at. And as I'm trying to log into my Bethesda account, I had to log into my email to get a new password because I forgot the password of my Bethesda account. And I log into my email and there's an email being like, it's it's on the way. Sick. So thankfully that arrived, what, yesterday? Yeah, I picked it up yesterday. Yeah, at your dad's house. So that was fine. Just, so it came and I in- installed it and I played it for like a couple hours maybe? Like two or three hours. When I was playing, it's not, I, was, I was playing Spyro. Yeah, it's not really gripping me, but like... Maybe it will in time. It yeah, whatever. The money's gone. Like I, I spent that money in June. It's gone. I can't get it back. I might as well <laughs> just hold on to my game. But I did indeed get it. So that's nice. I am mad because you got a sticker in your case. Milo got a sticker. Yeah, he got a sticker in his case. I didn't get get a, a follow sticker. In you ain't got no sticker. I didn't get a sticker. The f- email paid, Bethesda. I'm sure they'd send you one. I paid, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, I paid $70 for What kind of stickers what? are they? They're little, just like little follow-up stickers like that the, have Adam on them. Like little clear ones, like you you have that you kept giving yeah. me? Yeah, it's like those. Because I know GameStop had like a, a boatload. Yeah. And then Maybe every time it. I walked in there, they were just like... It, it might, they honestly, the stickers might be GameStop exclusive to the, the, the cases that are sold there. Yeah. Because both myself and Milo got ours from GameStop and they both had stickers in them. That might be Where it. you got yours straight from Bethesda, and they're like, mm, not fan. Yeah, they You thought, spend $70, you don't deserve they, anything they, extra. They, they thought that what I deserved was a Rage 2 advertisement. So Ah, very good. I, st- I still got to pre-order that. Yeah. Oh, we you were thinking about that? playing Fallout. Yeah. How about you just play this instead? <laughs> yeah, I thought I noticed that you wanted a refund twice. So do you want to just give up on that? Uh, did you play any Horizon this week? No. What? I've, Who I've are been, you? What did you do with Sarah? <laughs> I've been very busy playing spyro well and you were sick too i was sick a little Oof. bit um i had the headache bug from like friday i had a headache and it just never went away until like yesterday it was terrible i was getting to the point where i was gonna be like maybe check for tumors it's yeah like- <laughs> <laughs> it was starting to get to the point where even i was like i should see a doctor it's funny because you were saying that to, to me about proxy you were like no nah, I, I still have a headache and he's like another headache like no the same yeah. headache. Well, just the fact that you, a person I only see a few times a week, was like, "You've had a, you've had a lot of headaches lately." <laughs> it's like either I complain about them a lot, or <laughs> it really is that I have them often. But, uh, I we, mean, for me, often is you brought it up twice. Yeah. So it was. But the fact that you remembered. Yeah. <laughs> but Spyro, um, it's a, it's amazing. Like. It's literally the game just like reskinned to it's be so prettier. pretty. The music is better, but it's very similar. Like it's just kind of like cleaned up and updated. It's a digital remaster of everything. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, they had so no code good. to work on. So the fact that they, like they had, they talked about the testing and everything that they had to go through playing the original game and then playing their build and being like, this doesn't feel right. Change yeah. that. The thing that really struck me about it is the voice acting. Yeah. Because Elijah Wood is the original voice of Spyro. That is so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the original voice of Spyro, and the voice actor that they got 
sounds so so similar to Elijah Wood. It's it's ridiculous. Do, yes. do you know who they got? I have no idea. I didn't yeah, find out. I haven't looked. But like the voice acting in general, because like some of the dragons, especially in like the first game where I remember it so clearly, some of the dragons have really funny voices when you rescue them and they're like, thank you for saving me. And it's like a certain voice with a certain like uptick in like volume and whatever. And they they nailed it so, so perfectly. The original, is this the original? Yeah, the original 1998 Spyro the Dragon. I was going through just to check the double check the cast. This guy, um, Michael Gao played the voice of Nasty Nork. And he looks so much like Quentin Tarantino from a distance. Whoa. That it's scary. Ooh, he's like Willem um, Dafoe version. Also, though, according to IMDb, Spyro the Dragon was done by Carlos Alizaraki. Alizaki? Yeah, he's the, the Taco Bell dog voice. And he's also in Reno 911. Yeah, he's, also, he's Alvarez. He's like a voice actor in most cartoons. For, from like the 90s and also now. <laughs> And then, yeah, for the new one, Tom Kenny as Spyro the Dragon. That's why. Tom um, Kenny, fucking Spongebob. Who, for oh. Starscream. Oh, God, yeah, this guy. That's... Who did uh, Greg Berger, or Berger? I don't know how you Greg, pronounce his last name. Greg as, uh, Berger. As Ripto? Greg Berger. Same guy. Michael Gow as Nasty Nork. Amazing. Awesome. Ganasty Gnork. Ganasty Gnork. I'm it's... on Ganasty Gnork, and he's broken. Yeah. He is. <laughs> you spent like 20 minutes doing that and it just didn't work. And we were like, you know what? You beat the game. For all intents and purposes, you beat the fucking game. But I played like most of the first game. And then I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. Because I, I got to a point and then I stopped playing. And then Morgan started playing and I got home from work. And then she was playing from the point that I was at. So I just watched her beat the game. So I was like, I don't need to play the game. I can just... Yeah. It's fine. I know what happens now. And then she started Ripto's Rage, and I was like, I don't remember this at all. So I'm just going to start Year of the Dragon, which is the third one. And it's crazy, because I remember that one the most. That was my favorite one of all three. So I think I remember it more levels more clearly, because every other level is like, this is exactly the same. It's so nice. And then today, I, because my lovely wife is wonderful and loves... Spoiling me, apparently. I got, um, let's go, Pokemon, let's go. I've been watching you sit there playing with that Pokeball, and I'm going, is that the controller? It is. It's the one that, it's the special version thing. It's really cool, like. Is it, like, silicon? Feel it. It's really soft. There's, like, stuff in there. And I have an Eevee in there. My Eevee. Oh, my. My Eevee's in there taking a ride with me. Yeah, no, it is like a... And it works like the Pokewalkers of old of Soul Silver and Heart Gold. It is where, so soft. Like, if I walk with it, it will gain is this experience. Like, is this like just a ring you put on your finger so you don't yeah. drop it? Yeah, you put the loop around your wrist and you put the ring on so you can hold it. It's so, like, it's actually really comfortable to use as a controller. Oh, no. It's All right, really so weird. the little, like, Pokeball button. For those that haven't seen this controller yet, it is a Pokeball. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's the small size. Like if you've seen the sh- like the first season of the show, they have them on their belt, like and they're yeah. this size. And they gotta and, push oh, the button. Oh, the top's a button. Yep. So what? the, the what the front white button is like your A button, and the top button is your Y button, which would open up your map, or like exit out of the map. It's really cool. If you shake it enough, I think it vibrates. I'm not sure. I'm I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah, like you can definitely feel that there is a motor in it. Yeah. for vibration purposes, yeah, it, does, it feels very sturdy. Yeah, it makes uh, sound too. The, I've silenced it three times and it hasn't silenced itself, so I got to figure that out. 
the little joystick <laughs> that you got for the button here is just this is such a good design. It really is. They Shoot, how do you charge it? Is this like a little charging port in the back here? Yep. It's <gasps> USB C and you plug oh, you can no. plug it right into the switch. Now um, how much was this controller? The well the let's whole... go Eevee and the controller bundle is ninety nine dollars. Okay. Yeah. So the game so itself I think was forty dollars for the controller yeah. alone. I don't think you yeah. can get it separately. Yeah, you though. can. Can you? They Good. they had separate yeah. packages. It's really cool though. because it will work with Pokemon Go. So if you're just Pokemon yeah. Go trash, but you don't own a Switch, you yeah. can. And I don't get one I, of those. I don't know how that works because I don't play Pokemon Go. But honestly, this wouldn't. This would make me want to do it because you can just walk around with this, and it'll buzz when there's a Pokemon nearby. Right. So then like, you're just click. like, oh, I want to be the master of Pokemon. <sighs> but I will say, I was really worried about the let's go games because everyone kept saying it's just pokemon go but like fancy and then they were like no it's just red and blue but fancier and i wasn't sure the so review this... i saw made it like yellow version yeah it's it basically is it's like it's red and blue modernized very with very jesse pretty and james with jesse and james from oh. the shows it's amazing i just ran into them and but with like when you encounter wild pokemon you catch them you don't fight them. You just catch them or you run away. You only battle trainers. So like. So it's a little bit of A and B when yeah. it comes to is it Pokemon Go or is it just a new remake of yellow or red yeah. and blue? It's really it's weird. But honestly, it's not impossible to wrap my head around. I've, I so far like I've already got a gym badge and I'm in Mount Moon. Is that that mountain? I don't know. Yeah, the first one you end up going through. Yeah, I'm already there. Like, it's just oh, from man. like lounging and playing. It's really good. It's just it's just red and blue, but prettier and nice. And you get like a billion Pokeballs. And you're, for no are you reason. still random encountering Pokemon, or it's, do you see them? You see them. They like. I like that. They like, honestly, bloop. one of my biggest frustrations with red and blue was the random encounters, especially yeah. when you're in Mount Moon, Diglett's Cavern. And Fuck. fucking Zubats everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, too, that I like is you can see the Pokemon. You only run into them if you physically run into them. You can see them. So if I'm just running around in a circle and there's nothing that I can see near me, I'm not going to get into a, a, an encounter. It's really nice. Like I'm so into the whole I'm idea. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, well, there's no challenge. You know what? I don't care. I'm a 26-year-old lady, and I'd like to have a little fun. <laughs> I want to have fun with my Pokemans. I didn't pick up Let's Go Eevee so we could do Eevee training. Yeah. Well, see, I wasn't <laughs> going to pick it up initially until our friend Aharon yeah. gave me his review because he picked it up today as well. Yep. And then Sarah was putting, she was looking up videos on Let's Go po yeah. Pokemon, whether it was Eevee or Pikachu. And we were watching a couple of the live streams that were going up on YouTube. And I was and like, it seemed all right. Okay, I'll, I'll pick it up while I'm out. Yeah. So and it, I don't regret that at all. I've been really excited for it, and rightfully so. And you have to remember that this isn't this, like this is like the Fallout seventy six, but better received of Nintendo. This isn't the newest Pokemon game. There's still going to be another one next November. They've they've confirmed that. This is just like a fun little thing they wanted to do to tie into Pokemon Go, and I'm all about it. As much as I hate, hell yeah. As much as I hate Pokemon Go. <laughs> But that's me. That's all I've been doing. It's been a really like crazy week for me because all of the oh. games I've been looking forward to came out all at once. It sounds like a good week, though. What have you been playing? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, you know, to get 40 minutes into this. Are we already? Oh, my <laughs> it's God. It's 837. Um, so, God. Uh, Undertale. We finished the 
Undertale this week. Yeah, that was really nice. True pacifist run. And then hopped into Deltarune. We're a little ways through Deltarune now. And let's see, outside of streaming. First off, like having Undertale and Deltarune soundtracks going on for most of my streaming nights is just so good. Yeah. Because they are wonderful soundtracks. I realize that I'm not great at combat on the PC, though. That's all right. <laughs> but hey, it is it is what it is. So uh, can you still use that controller, the SNES controller for Delta room for Delta room? Probably. Like, I'll have to test it out. Yeah. If I remember, because if that would make it easier for you, like, why the hell not? So outside of that. Oh, God. What else have I been playing outside of that? I mean, <laughs> so I, I got into another um, solo arena on uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. Yep. So I'm playing that. Um, this is the most consistent you've been with a mobile game. I know. It is. And it's a, a card little game. weird. Yeah. And a mobile card game. A mobile card game. Um, so that's been really great. But that has just been making me wait and ache for Keyforge to come out. Yeah. Because I was like, the more I play Legends, the more I'm just like, I want to play a real card game. But there's no way I'm getting back into uh, Magic right now. Did you go today? Yep. Picked up Keyforge. Uh, unfortunately, not at game nights. Oh, no. They they had the decks. They didn't have the box. Okay. Now, the reason I want the box is because the decks, like, you know when we buy a brand new deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon, or I guess Yu-Gi-Oh is really one of the main ones. It has the instruction book of how to play with it. Yeah. It has a play mat and your deck. Okay. Uh, the decks for Keyforge is just the deck. Right. It's there just is the no pack, quick start instructions. There oh, yeah. is no play mat. So you want the beginner's box. Right. The beginner's box doesn't even have a play mat. So it's like they they make Keyforge specific play mats already. They're about thirty bucks a piece because they are like my mouse pad type material, right? Ooh, yeah, or I like, like that. my mouse pad. Yeah, um, they look really nice. People have already started scalping them on the internet. Of, of course. course, buy them for thirty bucks, resell them for a hundred. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. But they have the the mats. They have plentiful up at that Z. That's where I had to go in order to find the box set, and I'm pretty sure I got the last one. At least the last one they had on display. I mean, that's not terrible. It's only so, a 20 minute drive. Right. So we went out there, picked that up. Um, Nye came with and picked up three decks, one for herself, one for Al, one for Gabriel. Um, and I we got home. We opened up the box. Now, Mark and I are going halvesies on the, the starter box. Right. So he gets one of the pre-built decks and one random deck. And, like, we're splitting up everything else. But I like that the starter box came with a bunch of tokens so the game is based around it's the first game I've played that hasn't been centered around destroying your opponent's life points in some form or another. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have any life. It's basically you are a god and your opponent is a god and it's really just who can forge three keys first. Hmm. And it's like cards that you play, you collect amber tokens. When you have six amber tokens at the start of your turn, you forge a key. And it's, I'm not going to explain all the rules. Because it would take but, you a, a millennia. Uh, we thought, we were like, is this going to be a simple game? Is this going to be a game like another Weisschwartz? Where, is it like um, right in, in the middle right now? No, honestly, it's a little bit simpler than Magic. The only oh. thing is, the way that they structure how your turn goes, because you tell anyone who plays a card game, draw cards, untap, or untap, draw cards, play things. Right. End turn. This goes start turn, call house, play things. After you've like, say you've attacked with your whole row. Everyone's like tapped. Yeah. Untap, draw to fill your hand to six, and turn. So huh. the draw is Draw like is the, the last, last thing. thing you do to refill your hand. 
It's like everything I mean, it's about just, it. It's reverse engineer. That's all it, it is. is. Everything about it seems like it was so well thought out as far as like the play style goes. Right. Who was the developer of this game again? Um, Shoot. Didn't Gary they do... Gygax? No, it was not Gary Gygax. Didn't they do He's something dead. else too? Yeah, that's the same guy that made Magic the Gathering. Thank you. I, I wasn't sure if it was the same guy or not. It was one of the, the co-creators of I'm going to try and find the dude's name because I feel bad that I can't remember. How dare you? I, I know Garfield was in there somewhere. I... Richard Garfield. <laughs> case Gar- of the mondays garfield yeah. lasagna lasagna i liked so, the post the picture that you posted in the discord the of cards the, are very they beautiful. look really pretty they're so nice so that's that's why i would want a deck because they're pretty so they're also <laughs> um the whole thing with this game is that you don't deck build you buy a deck that's you can it. only use cards from that deck with cards from that well you can only use that deck as that deck really um the decks all come with a what's called an identity card. And the identity card has your, the character you're playing or the God, your title slash your name (laughs) um, is written across it. And then the three houses that you can call upon with the house names. So you can remember them. The rest of the cards have that artwork, but they, they have like your name, the name of the deck. And then they'll have the images for the houses without the names. So you play (laughs) your ID card so that you can remember like I call upon and you're like, I don't know what symbol that is because I just started playing this game. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call on house, whatever, uh, house untamed. And God, the artwork is so good. The decks are all randomized. They're procedurally generated That's really to cool. contain three houses yeah. and every deck is going to be unique except for when you get the starter box. There are two decks that are pre-built specifically to teach you to play. Yeah. And what I like about those is rather than having, you know, magic has a bunch of different effects. Like this one has trample. This one has guard. This has haste. You're like, okay, um, what do those do? Some cards will explain it. Some won't. With these, the two starter decks, every effect that's on the card is written out what it does. That's nice. So if you're playing with those two decks to learn the game, you start learning them. I noticed with Naomi's deck, which was a randomly generated one, it would say the card's effect, but it wouldn't explain itself. So you kind of have the you can go online find the like the rule book they have and you can look up those effects. Right. But for learning purposes, I think it flows better with the two pre-builds. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. Well, that's cool. Um, they've already run into some issues though with the naming conventions because they're all procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. And so I'm down at that Z and I I was picking up the box and the guy at the counter was telling me, he's like, so just so you know, the guys at Keyforge, because the names are procedurally generated, sometimes they end up becoming out real offensive. Oh, okay. If that's the case, they're like, you can voluntarily recall the deck, which is let them know, hey, I got a really offensive name, send it back to them and they'll send you two decks to replace it. Wow. Which I was like, that's a really great incentive, but I might just keep it. So I was watching an unboxing earlier today. And the guy, he didn't get an offensive deck. He got one that was called the ally who regularly instructs geckos. So that's his, his character name. Um, (laughs) and I'm like, that's amazing. (laughs) I need to get me like the, um, the first one that's been recalled, I think thus far, or at least one of the most interesting that was, uh, (laughs) it was Titan flare, the farmer of racism. Ooh. So it's like, why would you recall that? That's, I, that's what funny. I'm saying. That I'm you, like, if you, you get one of these you decks, use that deck ever, you don't use you it for tournaments. It. You frame it. Right. So it's real interesting. And like, aside from all your card backings, having your unique name on them and the three houses that you're in, and it has a sigil or a symbol that is like specific to you. Yeah. And so 
all your whole deck has all that same card backing. So they're all unique. And on the front of them where you have like credit to the artist at the bottom, it has that your unique name. That's cool. So that way you're like, you can't, you're not supposed to mix and match cards. It's right. not how this game if works. If you were doing a custom match. Yeah. If you're going to do house rules, maybe. But at the same time, you can't buy booster packs. You're going to just have to take a couple of decks and cannibalize them. Right. Yeah. Which people inevitably are going to do. And they that, will. That's on them. Like, that's fine. Right. But that's not how we that's do house shit. rules. That's not um, how we do things. And I think it's interesting. They do a 30, 37 card deck, which seemed weird to me. That's such an odd number. One, one of those cards is your ID card. So the ID card, of course, has like your name, the house names, and then the other side is a checklist. But yeah. even still, 36, I mean... 36 is because you have three houses, 12 from each house. Oh, okay. But that's okay. when it started to like... Why couldn't you just go with 61 and the first one is your... Honestly, most, I was... Because any other game, a deck is 60 cards. Right. It would be. I found with this that... Like, Nye and I played a test game for maybe half an hour to 45 minutes. Yeah. I only went through my deck once. Okay. Um, because so that's an the draw phase being at the end of your turn, and you only draw cards if you have less than six. Right. So sometimes there's you don't need to play anything. You're just like, I can work with what I have on the field. Okay, that's fair. So you're not always drawing cards every turn. So they didn't need to flesh the deck out to make it last. Hmm. And unlike Magic, where if you run out of cards in your deck or Yu-Gi-Oh, you lose the game. Uh, this does more of a Weisschwartz thing where you run out of cards, you shuffle your deck and that or your discard, that becomes your deck again. But they don't cause you to take damage or anything for right. it like Weisschwartz does. Yeah. So I really like it so far and it makes for it was so interesting because like then Al opened his deck and it's got like this cool butterfly symbol on the back of it. Ooh. I forget what the name was, but I'm like, shit, this is going to be so interesting. I'm going to buy so many decks. I how, want, how much was a single deck? A single deck is about 10 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. I kind of want a couple just to like fuck around with because this sounds like a card game that my dumb ass can get behind. It's Card once, games are so hard for me to understand. The hardest part for, for Nye and I playing this to wrap our heads around was the things we had to unlearn from playing other card games. Then perfect. So I if you have nothing. no <laughs> habits from other card games, yeah. you'll be able to just mesh right in. I know nothing. So I know less than nothing. And if you want to check the cards out, we'll to do that after the podcast because yeah. they are real pretty. I haven't opened the random ones yet because there's the starter box came with two pre-built and two randos. Yeah. And I'm waiting for Mark to show up later on tonight so I can be like, dude, pick one. We'll open them. Yeah. Oh, good. He's coming over. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be a good time. I'm very pleased with it so far. Yeah. I need to pick up some clear card sleeves, some full transparent card sleeves because mm -hmm. you really want to see the back of your card. Right. It's so neat. And I do think if I end up with something horribly offensive, I'm keeping it. Oh, duh. I'm just not going to play it in tournaments. Because you know those those will probably sell for a lot more than the 20 bucks it would cost or, but get two dicks to replace it. Right. Yeah. Two dicks. Two dicks. That's what one of the next. What, I hope so. One of the next. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Zaphod Beeblebrox yeah. of the two dicks. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm very pleased with it. I'm going to hopefully be able to get some other people on board with it because it's not as complex as being like, want to learn Weisschwartz, which Annabelle did last weekend. Oh, God. She agreed to be the person who came with me, and I, she, I was like, I'll teach you how to play Weisschwartz. Yeah, but she's, like, smart, so. Y yes. Annabelle's got that good puzzle brain. Procedural mind. True. Yeah. So, anyway, that's... I think that's the extent of what I've played this week. That's also the end of the podcast. We have no news for the week. <laughs> the end. Yeah, right? It's just us hanging out. So, so on that note, we're going to take a brief uh, commercial break. 
And we'll be right back with some gaming. No, wait, I lied. We're not taking a commercial break. You need to because do Because I need to tell you guys out. what games are coming out Jesus. next week. Jesus. Are you new? I am. Fired. <laughs> I forgot that that's the way we did things. And I was just like, yeah, uh, this sounds right. Yeah, Let's this sounds about good. Break. So games that are coming at you Tuesday, November 20th. Bending the Ink Machine for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Finally, yeah. Battlefield 5 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Warframe for the Switch. Is that going to be free? It's free to play. Okay. No. Uh, Wreckfest for PS4 and Xbox One. And Farming Simulator 19 for <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I put that one in because it made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Don't Thursday, November 22nd, we'll see Needhog 2 for Switch and Woodpunk for PC. Yeah. Is I'm going to have to look that up. Did you? Because know? the last punk game I heard of for PC was Frostpunk. Oh. Did, I wonder if they're related. Did you know that fucking the the console version of Bendy is like produced by Rooster Teeth Games? I didn't know that they had their own production company that actually did things. They do because they made the Ruby games. Well, yeah, I thought that they used it for their own personal. Right. Game. I didn't know that they. Yeah, were apparently out that's here. just a thing that they do. Yeah, they probably amazing. did the um the ad adaptation for console. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's what they did. I thought it was really neat. That is pretty neat. We're going to ponder how neat that is. We'll take a brief break and be right back with some game news. <laughs> Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free, and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm going to go ahead and throw it on over to Posterity Morgan for everything. Well, that was everything. And see y'all later. No. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 84. Friday, November 16th is when we are recording this. This will hit your earballs on Saturday, November 17th. I fucked that up royally. No. For me. Oh, okay. Uh, to start off our news week... PUBG is finally coming to the PS4 as of December 7th. So when you are bored with playing Smash or you're bored with your Sony Classic, you can log on to PUBG. If you're uh, bored with your PS Classic yeah. after a day, check yourself. Seriously. 
Ritalin, it works. Uh, pre-orders are available now, and Sony, along with PUBG, are giving away Sony-themed skins as motivation to pre-order. Uh, the skins are a Nathan Drake desert outfit. Ellie's I thought it was a Nathan Drake dessert outfit. It's a yeah, it's a dessert. Dyslexia outfit. strikes again. It sure yeah. does. It's He's actually, just covered in whippy waps. Yeah, whippy waps and chocolate fudge. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, Ellie's backpack from The Last of Us and a PUBG avatar and theme for your PlayStation Network ID. Uh, a winter themed snowy map named Vikendi will also be releasing sometime in winter of 2018. Thoughts? Sorry, I'm trying to silence a stupid Pokeball. <laughs> I don't no, think let you it, can just, silence it. Just let it be. Let it be happy about in, its in life. In case you could hear that on the mic, that's Evie in my Pokeball. Evie. I think I. I don't. I mean, it was about time. I mean, yeah, right, for PUBG to hit, and they did. I PUBG always said, or the Pub Player Unknown Battlegrounds company has always said that they want to be on every console. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's just that like Sony is a fucking stickler. And when all of these other platforms can play with all these other platforms, I think they've taken, to be honest, I think they've taken too long. Yeah. Because anyone who's playing a battle royale on PlayStation now is so in like balls deep in Fortnite. Yeah. Well, you know what I think it was, though, is they had a contract with Microsoft. I think so. I'm very open to. I I don't like computer games. I'm not like that dexterous. I'm better with a controller. And I'm better with the PS4 controller specifically. So, like, this would make me want PUBG, but I don't want to pay for it. So, I'm not going to get it. But the I want, like, all of the Sony exclusive objects that they're giving away. I don't know how they're to... They're not even... like I They say Sony exclusive. They mean Naughty Dog exclusive. It, yeah, it really is. For the record, I couldn't figure out how to access these free items. So, like, if you're super interested in this, I would recommend, like, specifically Well, the free it items are if you pre-order it. Well, yeah, but I don't know if it's, like, if it just comes... Yeah, Default, it will. Yeah, because like in PUBG, you build your your outfits anyway. So like these single yeah. pieces are gonna be like added to your inventory, right? When who knows? So yes. we'll find out. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. I'm gonna interject before we hit the next one and bring up that uh, Detective Pikachu had a trailer that launched this week, and it looks freaking amazing. So good. I know. The only so person that good. can say. I'm Deadpool and yeah. I am Pikachu. Yeah. Like it <laughs> I'm you, but I can say fuck. Yeah. Oh, man. It looks like they did so good making sure that all of these Pokemans that we saw in the trailer look realistic enough that it's believable okay, that they so could exist, but I, not creepy. I was reading about this. It's and the, yeah. it's the guy who originally did like the the famous internet post of the realistic looking Pokemon. The guy who did that yeah. is the main designer for the movie. Yeah, they, they saw... took his shit and he was like, please come be yeah. be a part of our team. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, they saw it and they were like, <laughs> you did. A, you have a really good like eye for what this shit should look like. So when people are like, oh, it looks like that creepy, realistic. It is. You're right. It looks like that because it is. I. Oh, man. There's so many people who are like, Pikachu shouldn't be fuzzy. But Pikachu's a mouse Pokemon. He's a mouse. He's a mouse. They have fur. That and like the three companies that are putting this together. The Pokemon company, obviously. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Okay. Legendary. 
as soon as I saw Warner Brothers Legendary Pokemon Company, I'm like, fuck, this is going to be good. So good. Because Legendary is famous for their whole, like, let's hit the core fans first and work our way out. Yeah. As opposed to, let's make a movie everyone will want to yeah. see, and then maybe we'll please the fans. And someone on my fucking friends list on Facebook was like, Pikachu shouldn't talk. That was the problem that they had with it, is that Pikachu talked. That's the not whole that plot it was, of Detective Pikachu. I was like, that's the whole point of the game. It's have not you like, not Detective pikachu before? At, like, I haven't, but I know that Pikachu talks because, I don't know, I read game news every fucking week. So, like, maybe I'm a little bit different than some of my friends who don't bother. But, like, it... I don't know. You know, a lot of people are also bothered that Jigglypuff had, like, the little tuft of the hair. Floof? The floof of hair on its head. And what would you rather it be like a blob of flesh? That will, would you rather jelly? People are a little upset that Jigglypuff is fuzzy. That would you rather be fleshy? Like that's my exactly. question. Well, to look people. at Mr. Mime. He's horrifying. Mr. Mime is fleshy. He's fleshy and it's He's, a nightmare. Yeah, a little terrifying. Like, I can't wait to have nightmares of Mr. Mime though. So I, I honestly, will see that movie eight times. I'm so ready. It's the least. lack of the nose and the close proximity between his eyes and his mouth that drops him right into the uncanny valley. Yeah. And someone was a, I read a, there was like a meme on Tumblr that was like. Making, was it Mr. Meme? <laughs> yeah. It was making fun of Mr. Mimes in general because they're like a horrifying creature who fucked Ash's mom. They're a horrifying race. But. Uh, they were like, why, why aren't his horns like furry? Cause they're Cause, horns. Cause they're just, they're flesh. They're not even horns. They're just flesh. Mr. Mime is just flesh. That's horrifying. Whatever he has done, he's guilty of it. Whatever, <laughs> whatever he's in jail for, he did it. I, I guarantee. <laughs> Most the likely. looked really I like good. that his shoulders are made out of dodgeballs. Yep. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, they had like the texture of the classic kickball. But the trailer looked really good, and I'm really excited for it. When does that come out? I don't. I don't even remember. 2019, at some point. Oh, I'm really excited. So sometime next year, uh, I'm I'm gonna see it in theaters. There's yeah. no way I'm not seeing that in theaters. Yeah, I want it to do well so that everybody, especially because Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I want everybody who was like, "That's stupid," to eat their words like they did with Black Panther. Someone already took the trailer and cut all the Ryan Reynolds sections out of it, and I thought they were gonna replace it with Deadpool lines. They did not. What did they do? Uh, they replaced it with uh, Danny DeVito lines from Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, no. So that interrogation scene with Mr. Mime, <laughs> Pikachu's just like, do you fuck my wife? Oh, my God. Do you God. fuck my wife? Anybody in here have any Ill illegitimate children with my whore of a wife? Amazing. My whore? Whore? I forget how he pronounces it. I'm like, wow. Amazing. A lot of people were mad that it's not Danny DeVito voicing him. And it's like, okay, this is a serious movie, though. It's not yeah. a joke. Right, I'm sure with Ryan Reynolds doing it. He's a talented man. I mean, Danny DeVito is also a talented, wonderful human. He's amazing, but he's a funny guy. I don't want funny. I want Pikachu to be a detective. I want Pikachu to be kind of snarky, but also smart. Yeah. Not that DeVito's not. I'm and just he's saying, so, like, he's so cute. I can't believe how cute Pikachu is. So good. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah. So we can move on from there now into. What hopefully doesn't become Sarah's next hot take. Mm. I want I want Sarah to actually read about this. So. Yeah. Okay, let me finish. You've got such a great history with this type of, uh, <laughs> this theme. This, okay. This, uh, this uh, uh, particular IP. And if you guess that it was Harry Potter related, you're correct. 
And I'll give you 10 cents. If you guess that this was Harry Potter related, you're probably static crowbar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're probably ready for me to get angry. Camping up like, but, she's going to do it. <laughs> but I'm not going to get angry because there's nothing to be angry about yet. Um, so Niantic, who developed Pokemon Go and Ingress Prime. Ingress. Uh, Ingress. Ingress. And that Ingress Prime uh, said last November that they were working on a Harry Potter themed uh, augmented reality game, much like Pokemon Go is. People. <laughs> and, and they have officially announced that Harry Potter Wizards Unite will release in 2019, but they didn't say when. So I think they originally said that they were wanted to have it out by the end of 2018, but that's obviously not going to happen if they're just now saying, oh, we have a release date. They did, but they wanted to, they ended up having a snag with Pokemon Go. Yeah, that's why they're they're all they pretty much took all their team's power and was like, no, you go back to Pokemon. Yeah, and then Ingress Prime. There's constantly Pokemon Go issues going on. Um, all we really know about it is that players are going to learn spells and team up with people like other people, like their friends, to fight creatures. Wizard so, battles. There better be wizard battles. I, I sure hope so. <laughs> Look, I expect you to be an expert on this game that we don't know anything about. Yeah, um, you can go to Harry Potter Wizards Unite to sign up for email updates, but there's a seizure warning for that website because the first like 10 seconds of being on it, I had a horrible migraine, like not a migraine, but like I had a pretty bad headache that day and I went to the website and like it's like flashing black and white really fast for like 10 seconds and then it, it's fine. And it like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to seize. <laughs> this is where I discover I have epilepsy. It's finally come. So... <laughs> Seizure warning for that, just in case. That's all I have on that. But like, it's it's official that they're saying it's going to exist, which I think is a step up. I think that's progress. It is definitely a progress. Uh, much better than what the Harry Potter worlds or uh, Dead or, Child Simulator. Yeah, I forget. I don't, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, do you have anything else to say about that? Any any hot takes so far? No, uh, Are you I mean, expecting I'm expecting anything out of them other than uh, not garbage. I'm going to end up trying the game when it comes out. Because I, I signed up for the well, this is my job, the job that I don't get paid to do. Um, <laughs> I, I signed up for the email update so that I'll know like what's going on. And I'm going to try it out for the sake of trying it out for journalistic purposes. But I'm not a fan of these like augmented reality Pokemon Go type of games. They just don't catch me. So I know that I'm not going to like it and I know that I'm not really going to play it much. Right. So there's really not much to be mad about until they do me dirty. Until they make you wait for juries. Jury's still fucking out on that one. Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I can't say I'm looking forward to it. I don't play augmented reality games. And but... you're not like a Harry Potter person. Yeah, I, I read the books. I watched the movies. Yeah. That's it. Moving on from there, uh, the Game Awards 2019 is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, December 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern on every possible Did platform. Did we mean 2018? No, they're they're the oh, Game wait. Awards 2019. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it is 2018. Is it? Yeah, I'm dumb. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's game, okay. We're one number off. We're, uh, we're, we're from the future, everyone. I, I Editing can... this, uh, the Game Awards 2018 is coming <laughs> Thursday, December 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern on every pl possible platform and streaming service ever. Literally. Literally. Like, um, it, the list is like PS4, Twitch, Mixer, uh, like, so yeah, every YouTube website. Live. Every yeah. website you can think of, it's going to be there. If you haven't yet and you want to, you can still vote for your choice of winners. I literally just finished 
voting all for all of yeah. my different games. Uh, I am going to, as soon ago. as we're done here, remember yeah. to go out and do this. It's not like who runs the country. This is actually important shit. Yeah. Get no, out this there is, and cast this is who runs okay. the country. Well, it, not counting midterm elections because like the little things do matter. But with, with the big elections, this is unlike that because your vote actually counts. There's no electoral college in the game world. Yes. So if you do want to vote for your choice of winners, you can go to thegameawards.com backslash awards. Yeah. Um, uh, just something quick about that. The, the website is very like graphic heavy, so it'll probably, when it starts lagging, just refresh. It'll save it your loaded votes. pretty well on mobile. Yeah. I don't, that's weird. Maybe on, it's just at me. least on mine. Did on my you Android notice device. there are like 10 esports sections? There was like 15. Also, P.S., I was really fucking upset that Ninja is up for content creator of the year. What is he creating? Content. He's not creating anything. Go watch one of his streams. In an environment where people have to pay to be trolls. When you, okay, go take an hour out of your week. Watch his stream for one hour. Nothing will have happened. Absolutely nothing will have happened. There's nothing he provides to the world. I'm sure he makes like his fans really happy, but there's nothing. There's no content being created. I'm sure other people could say that about anyone else i that's fine because if you don't like the platform that they're using that's fine you're gonna say that so like a lot of people don't like the grumps for that reason that's fine yeah but like ninja like is he funny i guess i don't so. know i don't, I don't know see, that's the problem is that like <laughs> with people like markiplier the game grumps even pewdiepie like i can see the personality coming through yeah but legitimately every time i've stopped by like ninja seems like a great guy from yeah. interviews that i've seen i have nothing against him as a person it's I just have, his platform i have something it's, against him as a content creator i've never stopped by his stream and seen something going on that i'm like oh oh okay i understand what he is as a brand yeah I, it's I, always just silence and people have, being nasty in the comments. Yeah. I could have watched him stream with Drake. I don't like Drake, but I could have. You could have watched him stream the last Thursday with um, yeah, Justin Roiland. I could have watched that, but I would have been watching for a different purpose. It's not like I'm here to watch Ninja. It's like I'm here to watch Rick and Morty okay, play a video game. It was garbage anyway, so. I, I believe that. But it's like, okay, that's my fucking hot take this week. Maybe. I don't know. There might be more to it. We'll see. But like. You just wait, I, Static. <laughs> what is he creating? Nothing. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he makes a lot of money. Good. For Anyone him, on those platforms is creating a community and a self brand. And it's just unfortunate that I see neither of those things being positive out of like, again, I haven't seen enough of ninja streams to like, yeah, understand him as a person. Maybe I've only seen interviews and in that one article that ESPN wrote about him. Maybe the one time that I stopped in for like an hour when I got stuck in a, in a bits earning but like loop and I was just stuck on that page forever, just like continually earning bits. Maybe that was a bad hour. I don't know, but it sure didn't fucking seem like it. Bad hours are weird. It's, it's one of those things where he streams so frequently. Like if he's awake, he's probably streaming. Yeah, there's no, there's nobody upstairs. Uh, there's squirrels in the ceiling. <laughs> no, like you can hear him scurry. Oh, good. Um, It's weird. I was going to say, there's nobody living there. So who's making that noise? It's also, deep. potentially just the heat rising it and could wood be. shifting. That's a ghost. It's, ghost. ghost. it's definitely ghosts. It's a fucking ghost. Yeah. Um, I might have to stop by his stream later on and like see what's going on, if anything. Because um, like I want to know. I want to know if he's like doing. He's obviously doing something right. I want to. The understand. dude's making like 
CEO levels and, of money monthly. And like he's, more. He's an attractive kid. I think he's older than me. He's, he, he's, he's like, 27. He's yeah. like a, a pleasantly attractive person, but it's not like he's like Niall DeMarco, who won America's Next Top Model for being the prettiest man. Like he's not the most attractive person in the world. So it can't be that. He's like fine, but I don't, I just don't get it. I don't know. I'm not a 12 year old boy. Maybe that's it. Might be. I don't like Fortnite either. <laughs> Maybe that's uh, it. Yeah. It's honestly, it's a lot of combinations <laughs> of things I don't enjoy. Yeah. That culminate in, in that stream. So. I don't know. That's I'm it. sure, he, like I said, I'm sure he's a great dude. Uh, yeah. But I just don't understand his stream well enough. I don't, I can't spend that much time watching Fortnite. No. I just can't. Unless people are like really beefing it hard and then I'm all for it. But anyway, go vote yeah. on the Game Awards. That's a thing you should probably do. Yeah. yeah. Much like you've been hearing for the last month and a half, go vote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so moving on from Game Awards stuff and mild tangents about to Ninja. Sudden fake outs. Uh, to sudden fakeouts. To sudden fakeouts. So uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, which never received an actual release date, has officially been delayed per the creator, Scott Cawthon. Can you really delay something which has no release date? He, yes, he done did he it. Because he was writing the script. And without the script, without a production company knowing that a script is in place, they will not hold those dates. So if you actually read the notes a little bit further. uh, I didn't. Scott actually scrapped the script that he had originally come up with and is working on an improved script. Which is. So essentially he went to whatever production company they were going to. I don't know. And was like. So I did a thing, and you might want to just hold off on yeah. giving me all that money. I don't, I don't remember the other name, but he's working with fucking Chris Columbus. Okay, the guy who discovered Who's, America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who discovered Harry Potter movies. Um, who's like a really talented director and he's working on a Five Nights at Freddy's movie of all things. But like he liked the script and then the other person that they're working with whose name I don't remember, they also liked the script and Scott was like, no, it's garbage. I must redo it. I mean, like any creator. Yeah. Um, Scott has also said the movie and any sequels that may come from it will take place within the first three game storyline. Yeah. So anything, I think he wants to retell the story the way it should be told. Probably. And it's it, like anything from four on is like non-existent. Yeah. So in other Five Nights at Freddy's news, Five Nights, Five, Five, Five Nights at Five Freddy's, Nights. Five Nights at Freddy's VR is being developed. Yeah. Uh, developer Steel Wool is working on the VR program. All we know is there is going to be a, quote, repair mode, much like the repairing Funtime Freddy sequence from Sister Location, as well as players will get to witness stage performances from the original characters, yeah. as if you were at Chuck E. Cheese or Freddy Fazbear's. Yeah, but like the the scene in Sister Location where you're supposed to repair Freddy, the, the and nightmare then when you, scene, and then when you take Circus Baby apart, and it's like terrifying. Imagine that in VR, where you can't just back away from yeah, the no, screen. Yeah, no, I'm all scared. Yeah. Um, also, I have like three more There's, things about Five Nights at yeah, Freddy's. Well, so, Scott, Scott posted on Steam. Oh, it was just okay. like a, a, a stream of consciousness. So console ports. Uh, Scott Cawthon is working with Click Team to bring Five Nights at Freddy's HD ports to Android, iOS, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One at some unannounced time in the future. Yeah. I'm sure once he's done the script. Um, <laughs> also, AAA. Scott also says he has plans for a AAA title and can't announce any details yet, but he's very excited about the project. Yeah. My thing about that is technically now, 
because of how much money they've made, it is Five a Nights is now a AAA. When yeah. they were first released, they weren't even on the fucking no. letter scale. It, no, it was people like Markiplier who made it right. what it is. So Scott should just send a Christmas card every year to Mark for the rest of his <laughs> life. Um, and then finally, uh, on Scott's books, Scott Cawthon is also working on a new book series. Uh, his plan is to have five novels containing three short stories in each book, uh, with some stories being connected to the Five Nights at Party games and other stories just taking place within the same universe. Yeah. Matt Pat has his work cut out for him. I know. He sure I, does. The funniest thing about this article that I was reading about this was that everybody in the comments was roasting Scott Cawthon because they were like, oh, yeah, the movie's been delayed. Then I guess it should be coming out. Checks watch yesterday. <laughs> like, because he's so good at being like, the game's never coming out. And then tomorrow it's out. Can you imagine if he collaborated with Toby Fox on anything? Nothing would happen, but everything would happen. The whole world changes, <laughs> but it all remained the same. The games would be developed. No announcement date, and it would just be like, okay, here you go. That's it. <laughs> they would be secretly put out on like GitHub. Oh yeah. God. And then a year later, they'd go, hey, if you check the source code on my website, GeoCities. Oh, Gaia Online. No. <laughs> Look at my uh, Gaia Online profile boy. for updates. So, yeah, that's uh, the brunt of our Five Nights news, which we never really have anymore because no, he's, Scott kind of like went into his hole and he, was like, I'm going to go make stuff. And claimed, I'll let you know. He claimed that Ultimate Custom Night uh, was the last game and that the Pizzeria one was the last canon game. And it's like, we first of all, we know that's not true. It's been four years. We don't years, believe Scott. you. I don't believe you. I'm never going to believe you. It's never going to be over. And this proves it. He just said he's going to make another fucking game. It's not over. It's never over. Right. So, Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens with everything and we'll talk to you in a year about it. Um, E3 2019 news. So big announcement was for this week, at least about E3. Sony is skipping E3 2019, making this the first E3 ever since 1995 that Sony will have missed. So 24 years straight. Yep. Although this, that this E3 is the 25th one. Right. So I wonder if everybody else is going to do something really special. You never know. <laughs> Finally give Microsoft a chance in the spotlight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to have their usual Monday evening press briefing, uh, a booth on the E3 floor, or an offsite event like EA does every year with EA Play. Um, that also being said, Sony also announced that they're not doing the player experience at all this year. Yeah. Or this coming year at all either, which skipping. is very, very lucrative for them. Yeah. It's really weird. It's kind of like when your friend gets really depressed but doesn't know how to say it, and they just like shut themselves in, and you're like... I haven't seen Dan in a while. Right. What yeah, happened? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Sony spokesman said their reasoning comes down to wanting to, quote, innovate, think differently, you know, or innovate and think differently and experience with new ways to delight gamers. Um, the biggest speculation that I've seen in the last two days after this announcement was made was, are they going to wait a year, fully develop the PS5 and then release it at E3 2020? That's not a crazy idea. It's not because that's. The biggest hype is the next gen Xbox and the next PlayStation. Yeah. Because like they don't really have anything else to announce. Like unless they the gave last... us a date for Last of Us 2. But even then they can just announce that, like right. like regular. Well, even then Naughty Dog could do that. Yeah. But like that's that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. we know the Last of Us is coming out. That's fine. We know that Days Gone could actually have a real release date. Days Gone is coming out. We know that. 
and like the PS5 isn't going to come out anytime soon. And by soon, I mean by the end of 2019. Yeah, it's not no. going to happen. They don't really have anything. Bless you. They don't really have anything big going on that would warrant like a big event. Right. So I'm, it's kind of maybe they're just like. They've eh. also had years where they haven't had big stuff going on. I don't know. It's one of those things like damned if you have them, damned if you don't. Like I'd rather them take the year and have a better production yeah. for next year or just more shit in general. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but Sony's like one of my favorite things. It's the only one that I'm interested in. Aside from Bethesda. It's Bethesda and then Sony. Right. That I want to watch. So that so, sucks. So yeah, I guess we will have to wait and see what comes out of anything Sony related for E3. But we'll find out, out what, June is E3? June something. Yeah. Um, next up on our list, uh, Overwatch. So Overwatch is free this week, uh, which begins Tuesday, November 20th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And it ends Monday, November 26th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So just in time for Thanksgiving and your little break. Yep. Uh, the new character, Ash, is included in the 29 playable characters. She is live now, Ash yep. and Bob. Uh, as well as all 19 maps will be playable. Uh, PS Plus and Xbox Live will be required to play on these on those respective platforms. PC, you do not need anything other than your actual PC. I'll yep. probably give it a go on PC. It's been a while uh, since I've played Overwatch to begin with. Yeah. And I want to know how it runs on my PC. Because yeah. it would be great to just have my one launcher for stuff. For <laughs> b- Blizzard games, that is. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very separated because I, I'm sorry I can't play Diablo on PC. As great as it is. I'm doing that on console. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, moving on from there, news to make you happy about a sad situation. Mm. News to make Static happy because I'm sure we'll get Sarah's hot take. Exactly. Well, maybe. Uh, because this is finally put into, like, a solution. So the Call of Duty swatter, if you remember. I don't. I think that we, was, it was months ago. It was. We told the story yeah. months ago about a guy... Two dudes got into a Call of Duty Spat. fight. Yeah. They got into a temper. One of them had a temper tantrum and said, give me your address. I'm going to SWAT you. Guy gives him a fake address. SWAT shows up at a house of an unsuspecting 29-year-old man, father of two, shot dead on his front porch. Yep. Yep. Because. Had nothing to do with this whole thing. He just happened to be unlucky. What, they think he had a gun or something? They it thought was, he, he, from what I remember reading, he like turned around and was like, whoa, what's going on? And they shot him because they thought he had a weapon. Yep. So, to catch everyone else up, uh, the man who falsely called SWAT on a fake address whose actions led to the death of 28-year-old Andrew Finch has pled guilty to almost 50 federal charges. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was over or under 50. It was but 51 it was, federal charges. Yeah, yeah, it was around there. So, the SWATing incident itself consists of many different kinds of charges, but the man who pled guilty to various charges of hoax bomb threats to the FBI, FCC, and various high schools and universities across the country. Wow, he was really busy, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's, that's what is like, when you when you read 51 federal charges, it's like, it's like on one incident? What, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Well, that's the thing is, the swatting incident is falsely, false alarms, and then it's also like misuse of of police or something right, like that. Yeah. And then it's also like endangering a human being. And then it's also like, maybe there's a manslaughter I'm in sure there somewhere. there's an involuntary manslaughter in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's yeah. It, like, all of those are probably 10. And then there's like all of various bomb threads. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that he did too. That's just like so crazy. That's crazy. Um, so anyways, this piece of literal garbage <laughs> is looking at 20 to 25 years in prison. At least. And 
His sentencing will take place in January of 2019. Yep. No official date yet, he, but we will keep our eyes yeah. on this one. So, like, not only is he a piece of shit because he directly led to the death of an innocent human being who, right. who was the father of two children, but he also did, like, so much other bad stuff. Like, f- at least he was caught. Right, Because yeah. Jesus! Well, especially <laughs> like, if, if someone's, like, streaming or recording themselves, like, there's uh, 100% proof. Yeah. Yeah. He gave this address. Anyway, Jesus. I don't want to like float on this for too long no. because it's shitty and He'll, go fuck yourself. He will probably die in prison. Yeah. So that's fine. So moving on from less shitty news, but still shitty news. Uh, Telltale Games. Some of Telltale Games series like Jurassic Park or the Back to the Future series have been pulled from Steam, though they are still available on the PSN and Xbox stores for now as of November 15th. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead series has also been pulled from Steam. The Game of Thrones and Wolf Among Us series are still up as of the 15th. Uh, Telltale is currently in the process of liquidating all their assets, so their series disappearance from various platforms can be expected in the coming weeks or months. They're all they're doing this based off of um, one firm telling them this is what you need to do yeah. to get your shit together. I don't know what this means for the Walking Dead season that's going to come out developed by somebody else. Now, I have to assume that it's being pulled from stores, not being pulled from people's libraries who have paid for yeah, them. I, I haven't has, read anything. I Yeah, I, I don't know anybody who owns them on Steam. I'm sure if to you went ask if you went to like the Back to the Future page on Steam communities and you're going to find someone complaining like, dude, what the fuck? I can't even launch it anymore. Yeah. But if you don't own it, you can't even get to the community page. Yeah. I'm going to um, I'll crowdsource that and see if anybody I know has like The Walking Dead right. on, um, Steam, on Steam. And they can just like tell me if they can launch it or not. I didn't right. even think about that. Um, And finally, yeah. Finally. So a little Devil May Cry news. Yeah. Uh, if you are not funky with the game, it <laughs> is an amazing game. <laughs> If you're I not, I don't know funky, why I it? said that. I, <laughs> no, it's perfect. Stick it's with really it. It's really good. Funky. Make um, that your new catchphrase. Own it. I'm not using "if you're not funky" as my new phrase. Um, <laughs> so, much like Castlevania, Netflix has announced Friday that Devil May Cry is coming to the platform as an animated series. Yay! Um, once again, like Castlevania, the series will be helmed by Adi Shankar. Uh, he was the producer for Castlevania as well, and he's been. He has been chosen from by Netflix for a lot of different yeah. ventures. That's what he um we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where he was like, I a have something project. I have something big. It's a yep. secret. Wait until November 16th. I had that on my calendar yep. and I forgot about so, it. So yeah, Netflix made that announcement on the 16th. And as of right now, there is no time frame uh for when we can even expect like a cast list or yeah. what exactly it's gonna be about, other than that it's the Devil May Cry series. It's a Netflix anime version of it. So it should be good it's just pretty... based off the fact that Adi Shankar is doing it. Like people who love Castlevania are happy with the show, but people who don't even have never even heard of Castlevania are like, like they should make a game out of this. Yeah, they're right, like, this yeah. is really good. This should be a game. Uh, I'm hoping we'll get better <laughs> lines, like even more like saucy lines through Dante and Nero if yeah, they decide to add Nero to it. Because the Devil May Cry games are like pretty raunchy, aren't they? It's not even that they're raunchy. It's just that Dante is very snarky in general. Yeah. So like. Maybe raunchy's not the right word. Yeah, raunchy but, like, is they're, snarky. They're like, I wouldn't say adult either. They're sharp. Sharp is good. They're sharp. 
Um, now there is already, for those that didn't know, a Devil May Cry animated series. Yeah, I know because Annabelle and I have like discs one and two. Of course you do. I also of, have the book. Seven. I also have the book Devil May Cry two, and I'm not sure if it's a like the first novel about Devil May Cry two, or if it's the second novel about Devil May Cry. <laughs> and you'll never know. That's the worst part. <laughs> Maybe it's a standalone, and it follows Devil May Cry two, yeah. the game. Yeah, we'll find out. Um. I actually do have one more thing that wasn't in the notes. Um, this past week, uh, Nintendo um, CEO, I guess, Reggie. Yeah. Uh, Good Reggie old Reg. Phil's aim uh, did a, an interview with, I believe it was Engadget. I'm only running off of memory, so don't quote me, please. Um, he did an, an interview about just Nintendo in general, and they asked him a question about the N64 Classic. Are we going to see it? Is it a pipe dream? And he essentially squashed it down and said, yeah, no. No, that's not in our plans for even the near future. Yeah. Uh, the essentially, essentially, what happened is the reason why we got the SNES and the NES Classics was it. The NES Classic was culminating the end of the Wii U, and the SNES Classic was culminating the beginning of the Switch. Yeah. That was literally the only reason. So, like, that sounds really weird. We might have to wait for another console to come out, or just for them to be like. You know, we want a little bit more money. It wouldn't surprise me if they used this as an opportunity to kind of see the public interest in the N64 classic. Right. To be like, actually, people would really like that. See, I I don't think they should do a classic. I think they should just go straight to the, the digital market. I think, yeah. Like the, I think the, the, the eShop, but they, they were, haven't yet. If they were to focus more on bringing all of the games to online, yeah. to the, you know... Nintendo Online. <laughs> yeah, that would be the right move. See that, and that, like they sh they should progress and do their GameCube games and like their Wii games yeah. that aren't like obviously heavily I, enforced by the motion. I was controls. also reading that like okay, the Mii verse is like garbage gone. and it's gone. So basically, the Wii and the Wii U are the, the huge parts of them are non-functional completely oh, especially as of soon uh, netflix and is gone exactly netflix is gone from the wii so there's officially nothing that you can do on the wii except play games and even then one day they're probably going to be like no i hope not because <laughs> can't I do that anymore super mario galaxy 2 i know i still have gamecube games that are playable we still have yeah. luigi's mansion and how else am i going to play that buy a gamecube for 70 dollars or use my ds uh i know that nintendo also won a bunch of lawsuits about um ROMs. The emulators, yes. They yeah. shut down cool ROMs and love ROMs, and they are charging the two, the couple that own them for $12 million. Yeah. But it, that, I think that, like I said the other day to you, that, I think it's just a threat. It's a threat to make them aware. Scared. Make the, make the couple aware of how serious they are, yeah. and it's going to get settled out of court for like a few thousand, and they're never going to have to do it again. Like the couple and the community in general, the yeah. emulated community. It's just, it's so fucking stupid. Like, if I buy a game off of ebay for an inflated price because i can't find a rom of it nintendo's not seeing that money anyway it doesn't matter like yeah don't pirate music or whatever because metallica will come after you but like animal crossing wild world really you want me to spend a hundred dollars on amazon to some sketchy person who's probably gonna scam me and give me a cardboard disc hundred dollars you found it cheap then <laughs> it's just Ugh, it makes me so angry because like Nintendo's not seeing that money. If you and if they were to make the games available for purchase, people would buy them. There's your hot take by Sarah Static. I know. 
It makes me so mad. Static's actually in the Discord right now. Um, shout out to Static yeah. for making some of the like the most beautiful jewelry box I've ever seen in my is life. It the, the, I'm gonna look. The question block. It is no, it's not. It's purple heart and maple. <gasps> oh, it's really the nice. entire thing is made with wood. There are no metal pieces in it whatsoever. Wow. He said, I want to read it really quick. He says, jewelry box made using. Only wood jewelry, joinery. Uh, there's exactly 0% metal in these bad boys with purple heart, frame, top, and splines, maple, drawer sides and backs. Curly <laughs> your splines. <laughs> yeah, right. Curly maple, drawer fronts, and 1 8 inch Baltic birch drawer bottoms. Static. I didn't ask you before I read that out, but I'm assuming you're okay with it, and it's amazing. If not, well, it's too late because you're listening It's to beautiful. This. It is really nice. Good job. Like, man... I make some stuff, but I don't make stuff like that. Too it's bad. kind of incredible. For everybody who's not on the Discord, because you don't get to see it. You have to join the Discord in order to see the really pretty jewelry box. You do. It's a wholesome little community. Yeah. So honestly, consider, consider coming by. Sometimes the Discord, the Hangout chat, is just popping. It really is. Yeah. And then some days it's a Tuesday afternoon and everyone's just like, fuck this. Kill yeah. me now. Sometimes some days it's just me being really bored and trying to get people to talk to me because I'm lonely. Sometimes it's just me bitching that I have another headache. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyhow, do we have any more news? That, or that's, that's it. That, that's, that's it. That's yeah, this whatever. is a really dying yeah. right now. It's so hot so here. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you again next week with more gaming news. If you want to check out our merch store or any of that fun stuff, check the links in the description below. Go join um, our Discord. Join our Discord. It's a good time. Yeah. I'll pop a link in the description. Normally, it's invite only. So this week, get in there. Get in there while you can. And uh, until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.